Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 149 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Hey, we're gathering emerging leaders from all over the world in this great community, and we are focusing on personal and leadership development. I want to talk about storms and stuff today. Specifically, we're going to share with you some rainy day wisdom, seven specific things that I encourage you to remember when going through a personal storm. Let's do it right now. Well, there's one thing for certain about life. There are going to be rainy days. I'm not talking about the weather outside. And we'll have some of those too, I'm sure, depending on what part of the world you're in. But I'm talking about rainy days as it relates to your development, your life, your progress, relationships, your work. Days that are just dreary and cloudy and drizzly and nasty and makes you want to stay inside and stay in bed or, you know, cuddle up to a warm cup of coffee or whatever the case may be. Rainy days are a part of life. There are going to be days when things don't go the way you had hoped that they would. In fact, I think from my own experience, there have been seasons that haven't gone like I wish they would. Sometimes our seasons of life are filled with trials, with difficulty, with challenges, with stuff, storms and stuff. There'll be moments where it feels like everything is just in limbo, or maybe everything's in flux, or maybe everything is just so totally unstable and uncertain, and nothing in your life really seems to have traction Kid stuff, career stuff, parent stuff, marriage stuff, money stuff, transition stuff, just stuff. The question is, what do you do when the funk sets in on you? <laughs> I know a little bit about this because the last few months I've been feeling some of this rainy day thing. What do you do when someone else's choices may be? Maybe a, uh, a loved one or someone close to you, maybe the choices they make wreak havoc in your life and you become collateral damage? What do you do when the National Weather Service of Life interrupts your regularly scheduled programming to notify you that, hey, a severe storm is on top of you? Take cover. Well, on today's program, I want to talk about this. I'm not going to leave you hopeless. I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom, but I do want to talk to you about some rainy day wisdom. Seven specific things that I encourage you to remember when you are going through your own personal storm. Well, I hope that the way I started the show out didn't scare you off. As I've already said, I, I'm not this big negative guy and I don't look for problems. But uh, in fact, I, I'm always looking for the opportunities. But... Uh, I do believe that there will be rainy days 
Not too long ago on this program, we had a great guest. His name is Dr. Sam Chand, and he shared with us that growth equals change, and change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, growth equals pain. And, man, that that little formula, that little progression that he he's identified in his book, Leadership Pain, just has stuck with me because all of us, no matter our age, young or old, we are on a journey to becoming more, to increasing our, our capacity, increasing our influence. We're on a journey of becoming better at what we do, more knowledgeable in our field of study or our field of work. Um, having more impact with those that we've been called to serve. It's, it really is always about becoming more. But in order for there to be growth, there has to be change. In order for change to take place, there's going to be loss on some level, and loss does equal pain. And therefore, if we're going to increase, then we're going to have some rainy days. It just is the way it is. The fact is, is that every one of us is going to experience stormy seasons. There's going to be times when not everything is copacetic. There will be times when you feel you have very little direction, very little motivation, maybe no traction with your work or with your career or with your business. You may even experience a tragedy in your life, or life may deal you some kind of a blow that just sends you into a whirlwind. But these seasons are just that. They are seasons. They come and they go. They have a beginning and they have an end. It is my conviction that these seasons come to us with purpose and with opportunity. If we can navigate them in a healthy way, I believe that we will grow as a result of having processed through the storm. These types of seasons provide us with context and, in some cases, urgency. But the context and the urgency allows us to see, one, where we are. It, it brings to the surface, to our awareness, those things that might be holding us back. And it, they reveal to us growth areas that we probably need to focus on. So rather than allow ourselves to get sucked into the vortex of depression and, and hopelessness, I'm hoping that today I can give you some encouragement that if you're in one of these storms, in one of these rainy day seasons, that somewhere embedded in this storm, are opportunities for phenomenal growth, promotion, elevation, increase. There are opportunities for you to, to learn and to be developed and to isolate and even possibly eliminate some factors that are holding you back right now. That's a subject for another time. What I want to share with you today is this. Storms will come. When you're faced with yours, there are several things that I recommend you consider. There are some things that I, I think you need to be thinking about to remember so that you can navigate through the season and benefit from it. 
So here are seven things to remember when you are going through a very personal storm. Number one, never make major decisions while in the middle of the storm. Never make major decisions while the dust is flying, the chaos is surrounding you, and things are in an upheaval. You know, it's very difficult to see clearly when clouds and debris are swirling around you. And to to take definitive action in that kind of an environment or that kind of a state, many times we're just grabbing at something and we don't know what the something is. And our, our perspective of things can really be skewed when we're in the middle of an intense or tumultuous situation. And making major life decisions when in that condition, not a wise idea. It's far better to give the storm time to clear. And listen, every storm passes. There is no storm system in the natural that that comes to stay. Give it time. The storm will clear. The sun will peek out from behind the clouds. The winds will settle down. And there will be a, a sense of calm And yes, maybe there's damage done during the storm. Maybe there's some flooding. Maybe there's some some consequence. But once things have calmed down, you can more effectively survey the situation, assess your current condition, make a plan, and decide on a direction that is seems to be right for you and for your family and for those that you love. Number one, never make major decisions while in a storm. Number two, seek counsel. But remember, not all counsel is created equal. Now, that seems like I'm saying don't go get counsel. I'm not saying that at all. Listen, when you're in the middle of something, it's really important to have good friends, mentors, father figures, counselors around you. It is so important. I can't imagine doing a life without those kinds of people uh, as a part of my life. There really is safety and wisdom in numbers. And I would go so far as to say that if if a person's in the middle of uh, just a devastating storm and they try to go it alone, oftentimes it's going to turn out very bad for them. Counsel is very important. But I'd like to suggest to you that not all counsel is created equal. You see, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got something they want to offer you when you're going through a tough time. And and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They mean well. They really want to help. They care deeply about you. But they may or may not have sound, wise, experience-based relevant counsel for your situation. They may may be on a completely different path than what you're on. They may be walking a different type of journey, and they may be giving you counsel out of their perspective from where they are, but not necessarily have a perspective of where you are or, more importantly, where God is trying to take you. Be very careful who you bring around you when you're in the middle of a difficult season. Be sensitive to people's motives, to their attitudes, to their own current condition. Listen, you don't want somebody who's broke giving you advice if you're broke. Be aware that the person 
from whom you are seeking counsel may counsel you only to the threshold of their experience or their capacity. And that, my friend, may fall short of where God wants you to be. They may mean well, but they can only take you as far as their experience, their capacity, and their perspective. And guess what? That might not be far enough for you. Number two, seek counsel. But remember, not all counsel is created equal. Number three, this is kind of a a multifaceted one. Remember who you are. Remember the promises and the dreams that you have. And remember the goals and the targets that you've set in your mind's eye of where you want to go. Listen, when you're in the big fat middle of the funk, okay, we it's so easy to lose sight of your true identity. It's easy to lose sight of who you really are because man, everything about your life just seems to be a drag. And when you're in the middle of that, we have to discipline our mind to remember because I promise you, you talk about memory loss. The greatest kind of memory loss you'll ever experience in your life is, is when you're going through hell and you, you, for whatever reason, can't remember the, the confidence you have in who you are, the, the skills, the talents, the abilities, the good things you have to offer, the, the, the goals you've set, the dreams that you have, the promises that God has even given you concerning your future. You have to remember who you are. Remember those promises. Remember those dreams. Remember those goals and those aspirations. Remember the influence that you're supposed to have. Remember the impact you were created to make. Discipline your mind to remember. Now, for me personally, and yes, I've been through these seasons recently, I've found that it takes having some systems in place where my the things that I need to remember when I'm in the storm, I write them down. I record them to audio. I record them on video if I have to. I find some way to record the iterations of those things that when everything is going on around me that's it's really caving in, I can make myself discipline my mind to go back and remember, okay, that's the target. That's who I am. That's where I'm headed. In other words, I may or may not have the emotional or mental energy just to sit and think about these things. I may need to rely on a tool, a written or recorded session, something that I put on paper when I had a uh, more clarity. I was in a moment of more clarity. I really can't emphasize this enough. We have to discipline our mind to remember. Remember, that's number three. Number four, do what you know to do, but be careful not to take on new projects unless you are sure they're right for you for right now. Say it again. Do what you know to do, but be very careful not to take on new projects unless you are certain that they are right for you right now. You know, uh, I again, relating to my own experience in recent months, whenever you're in the funk, when you're, when you're in the storm, when things just don't seem to have traction, our tendency, I think, is to busy ourselves. We get busy doing, 
doing, doing, and we're basically trying to make something happen. We're like working feverishly for one spark that might start a small fire that might get something going. The problem with this approach is that we have uh, the propensity to take on things that are not suited for us. Possibly, if you'll allow me to refer to my own personal belief system here, maybe not even in the plan of God for my life. We take something on that's not even a part of the matrix. And by doing so, we really muddy up the waters. We, Instead of gaining more clarity, it just makes things more foggy, more confused, more convoluted. The best strategy when in a storm is to determine what is the next right thing. The next right thing. The next right thing might be something small and seemingly insignificant, but doing the next right thing might be the key to unlocking the next right thing. And doing that next right thing might be the key to unlocking the next right thing. It might be that we're being required to take baby steps of faith, just one little step at a time, versus just trying to take on the whole world. Do what you know to do. All right, don't just sit back and get depressed and stop working and, and doing what you, you need to be doing, but don't just do stuff for the sake of doing stuff. And certainly don't take on new projects or new identities or new brands or, or new solutions that you think are going to be some way to manufacture a result. Just do what you believe to be the next right thing. Listen. Trying to manufacture fixes or results usually turns out pretty bad. Do the next right thing. Number five, feed your mind with positive input. Feed your mind with positive input. Listen, when you're in the middle of a storm, you're in the middle of just a, a rainy day kind of a season, when you're just foggy and f- funky and and borderline depressed and just feeling as though you have no traction whatsoever. I promise you the amplification on the thousands of voices vying for your attention becomes unbearable. There is so much negativity, so much bad news that's constantly being piled on. You know, you you really can't turn on the news networks without getting depressed. You really can't watch the political process without getting more depressed. Uh, Maybe you're going through something at your job, on your career, in your business. Uh, You know, even the entertainment industry is is pumping out negativity and bad news and and filth and vile and garbage. And there's just so much negative input. We have to be intentional about feeding our mind with healthy, positive uh, inputs that build us up, that are actually growing our heart, growing our faith, growing our confidence, not taking life from us. It might be a book. Might be a podcast. I hope it's a podcast. Might be a sermon from your favorite religious leader. It might be a motivational speech that you find on YouTube. Or heck, man, it might even be a sitcom. Uh, maybe you just need a good belly laugh. Whatever works for you, do it. Feed your mind with positive, uplifting input. Find some way to take in positive, faith building materials. That's number five. Number six, this is an important one. Well, they're all important, but this one's really important. 
It's okay to be alone. It's not okay to be isolated. Listen, uh, one of the telltale signs of a person who is moving into a depressed state is that they isolate themselves. They begin cutting everyone off. They begin uh, pulling back from social interaction, pulling back from going out with friends. Hey, you want to go out tonight for a, for a nightcap? You want to go out for a nice dinner? No, 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 I've got some stuff i got to do. And, and we pull away, and we do so under the auspices of, you know, I just need to be alone tonight. And I, I don't have a problem with being alone. In fact, I get why people want to be alone when they're going through things. I have been there. But there is a difference between being alone and being isolated. Being alone is not always a bad thing, but when it turns into cutting off key relationships, cutting off life sources, not asking for counsel, not seeking advice, uh, just really going into some dark hole somewhere and, and just being consumed with idleness, hey, it can become a huge, huge problem. Be careful not to become some island to yourself. Don't become a hermit. Don't be isolated. Be alone when you need to be, but surround yourself with healthy, healthy, life-giving relationships, caring individuals that can provide you with encouragement and strength. You need it. I need it. It's okay to be alone sometimes. Just don't be isolated. Number seven, spend time with the Father. Listen, there is no safer, more beneficial place to be when you're going through mess than in the shelter of the God of the universe. Your heavenly Father does love you, and he did create you with a great purpose, and he has big plans for you. And whether you believe in Christ or not, whether you believe in a higher power or not, just hear me right now. There is something so beneficial and so awesome about getting away and spending time with something bigger than you. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, I promise you, the God that I know is a trustworthy friend. The great, great book the one that we call the Bible, promises us that he will never leave us, abandon us, he will never forsake us when we're going through all kinds of mess, all kinds of difficulty, all kinds of struggle, when we are in the big fat middle of the nastiest storm you've ever heard of in your life. The Bible says he will not forsake us. He is an ever-present help when we are in need. Time spent with him is maybe the greatest investment you can make while processing through one of life's storms. I want to just say this to you. Storms are going to come. Life's going to happen. Growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, growth equals pain. But when you're going through that process... I want you to remember these seven things and know that the storm, it will pass. Well, you can find the show notes, this list, and 
all the other stuff that we've mentioned today at brianholmes.com forward slash 149. That's brianholmes.com forward slash 149. And also want to remind you for a little bit longer, another month or so, we're going to be offering the Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living online course, our gift to you for subscribing to our weekly updates. I want to also invite you to share this episode with your friends. I There's no question in my mind, shoot, man, if you, if you can fog up a mirror and you uh, do FaceTime with anybody in your world at all, there's somebody in your world that's going through a storm, going through a struggle, going through a difficult season right now. And I'm, I'm really believing that this episode might be the thing that encourages them and lifts them up and helps them to, to grab a hold of some hope and get beyond that. So I encourage you to share this episode with your friends on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, Snapchat, all these places where we hang out. Let somebody know what we're doing here at brianholmes.com. Specifically, share with them this particular episode. A couple of closing thoughts for you. As I've mentioned several times, uh, difficult seasons come. Challenging transitions take place in our lives. I haven't shared this during the episode, but I'm going to close with it. Here's the deal. The last six months or so, I've been in one of those funky places. I've got a great group of friends around me that I've been very transparent and very open with about what I'm feeling and kind of the the sense of not hopelessness, but just frustration and and funkiness, for lack of a better word, and lack of motivation and just lack of being able to to have clarity and creativity and just just this thing. And, and there are many factors that are going into that. Sometimes stress can play a factor in that. Uh, we have a lot of interesting things happening in our world right now that no doubt are, are having some impact on my emotional state. But I'm telling you, what I'm talking about here today, this storm season, this rainy day season, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of it. I get it. And I tell you with great confidence that these seasons do come, and they also go. How we navigate them, how we process them, how we steward our own heart, our own mind, while in those seasons, really determines the outcome. Do we receive the benefit of having been through that season? Do we realize the the promotion that comes having passed the test? I really believe that's the key. A quick review. The seven things that I'm encouraging you to remember when you're going through a personal storm. Number one, never make major decisions while in the storm. Number two, seek counsel, but remember, not all counsel is created equal. Number three, remember who you are. Remember the dreams and the promises you have on the inside. And remember the goals that you have stated and you have targeted for your life. Number four, do what you know to do, but be careful not to take on new projects unless you are certain that they are right for you for right now. Number five, feed your mind with positive input, sermons, books, reading the Bible, motivational stuff, whatever it is, podcasts, but feed your mind with positive input. Number six, it's okay to be alone. It is not okay to be isolated. Number seven, spend time with the God of the universe. He's faithful and whatever this is you're going through, There are benefits embedded in the storm. And I trust that you will see it through and you will become more of what God himself intended you to be. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.